Holding Twitter chats is extremely powerful. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Yeah, here again, another episode of your personal branding podcast, and really interesting. I've come back again with my guest, John Sparks. John Sparks is an author of exciting new book, 365 Ideas to Go from Good to Great on Twitter. John is a best-selling author of this new exciting book. We're going to look at how he grew his followership from 800 to 200,000 over a period of two years. John Sparks, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. Hey, hey, Bernard. It's great to be back again. Thank you for having me. As a pleasure, I treasure. Hey, hey. John, let's delve deeper into your Twitter strategies and with your latest book, 365 Ideas. Um, I'm waiting to unveil all these 365 ideas, how you can go from good to great. Sure. So the book is called 365 Ideas to Go from Good to Great on Twitter. And as you mentioned earlier, it is a guidebook, if you will, to help people that uh, might be new to Twitter or just starting out or looking to grow their visibility and brand, personal brand or business brand on Twitter. Twitter is a great tool to grow your personal brand or business brand very quickly and gain followers. And it uh, gives them ideas on how to grow their presence, how I went from less than 800 followers to almost 200,000 followers in two years. I share all my secrets in my book of how I did it. Great part about it is it doesn't take much money to do it. Well, that's the exciting part that you can use boost your brand and businesses using these strategies from your book. Now, John, let's, let's speak about, let me say, about 12 or strategies or simple steps from your book and how brands and individuals can grow their followership on Twitter, not just being good or average, but great like John S. Absolutely. So the first thing I would say is go out and follow people. And get to know them and build relationships. And when people follow you, follow them back and get to know them. Ask them questions. Twitter is a conversation platform. So don't just thank someone for following you when they follow you. Thank them for following you, yes, but ask them a question. It might be something as simple as, what is the weather where you are? And mention the name of the city that's in their profile. So... Forming relationships with individuals is key to success on any of the social media platforms. And using that to, again, attract attention and, and grow your brand and visibility. So the first step we need to do is to go follow people on Twitter. Go follow people. And so there are a lot of tools that I talk about in my book. One of them is Twello, T-W-E-L-L-O-W.com. Twello.com is like the yellow pages for Twitter. So if you're wondering who can you go out there and follow, you can go on to Twello.com and you can 
look up different individuals by industry. Maybe the industry is health and beauty or automotive, whatever the industry is. Trust me, it's on Twello, and you can find users that have created profiles on Twello, and you can follow them on Twello. And by following them on Twello, you will also follow them on Twitter. Okay, so Twello is the first tool to utilize uh, to know who to follow in your in your field. Okay, uh, what we you, you mentioned we should build relationships. So after after following. I am John Sparks on Twitter. How do I build a gradual relationship with him? So, I guess today I follow 20 people. How do I schedule my time to be able to build first step of relationship with 20 people a day? Um, what is the strategy? Well, the best strategy is to go out there and retweet the person and favorite the person and really be an ambassador for that individual and be, be the person that helps get out the voice or you are the voice for that individual, uh, helping that individual grow their visibility. Uh, you know, it's a fact, Bernard. People reach out to people who reach out. And so by you going out and reaching out and helping others, then they're going to want to help you as well. So what is the next step you do? So you want to give people after you follow them a certain amount of time to follow you back. And so I use a tool called Manage Flitter, and that's M-A-N-A-G-E-F-L-I-T-T-E-R. ManageFlitter.com is another great third-party tool that you can use. And you can go into Manage Flitter and you can set up filters in Manage uh, Flitter for people in any industry that you might be interested in and manage flitter will allow you to see who is following those individuals or individuals that they might be following that are not following you. So you can set up that filter and then you can go through manage flitter and you can follow some of those individuals that are following maybe competitors or brand influencers through manage flitter. Manage flitter is also a great tool to use to flush people that do not follow you back. So I give people seven days after I follow them to follow me back. And if they don't, I flush them. So Twitter is a wonderful prospecting tool. It's a great tool for people in sales professions to go out there and increase visibility about particular products or services that they might offer and again, going out there and following those folks and giving them a certain amount of time. I use a seven day rule. I give people seven days to follow me back because that's the average illness or vacation. And as we know, people take breaks and are allowed and entitled to take breaks from time to time. We want to give them that room and courtesy. But if they don't follow us back in a certain amount of time, then we want to flush them. And the, the reason why that's so important, Bernard, is because that keeps our Twitter account right side up instead of upside down, meaning that we have more people following us than us following them. And so we want to keep our account right side up, meaning that, again, we have more people that are followers than we are actually following. Mm, okay, so your rule of thumb is you give them a a seven-day period to, for them to look and follow you back, if not, you go and unfollow them so they can manage the proportion of your followership and those you, those following and those you are following as well. Absolutely. 
go straight to you there. And what was the third thing that we need to do? So, another thing that uh, I would encourage people to do is to make a list of people that they're interested in getting to know on Twitter. And using Twitter as the stepping stones for offline communication. So, you know, as I mentioned, it's a wonderful prospecting tool. But when you look at conversion rates on Twitter compared to Facebook and LinkedIn, Twitter has a smaller conversion rate. So what I tell people to do, Bernard, is to get to know the individuals on Twitter, but then bring them over to Facebook or LinkedIn, which has done a great job of branding themselves, Facebook as the friends network. And as we know, people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust, and will do business with their friends because those are the people they do know, like, and trust. And then also LinkedIn, who's done a great job of branding themselves as the professional network. So using Twitter as the tool to really go out there and prospect and find these individuals. And the wonderful thing about Twitter is you don't have to be following them and others don't have to be following you to send them a tweet. On Facebook or LinkedIn, LinkedIn, you have to send them a connection request and they have to accept the request in order to communicate unless they have a paid account. On Facebook, you have to send them a friend request and they have to accept it. But on Twitter, it's not like that. You can choose to follow someone or not follow someone and vice versa, but you can still communicate with those individuals. Okay, so that's interesting. So it means that on Twitter, whether you're following someone or not, you can still tweet other person. That is correct, and they can still see your message. Hence, that's why a lot of celebrities use it. They have these verified accounts, and they use Twitter to communicate with their fans and keep up with their fans. And a lot of news organizations use it as well because, again, they don't necessarily have to follow people back for them to get the tweet back in return. All right. Our fourth strategy from 365 ideas to go from good to great on Twitter. Absolutely. So you want another strategy, huh? Yeah. So, we're talking about making a list. Make a list of people that you are interested in, that you really want to follow you back. And I call this strategically stalking with excellence in a good way. So, what I mean by that is, who are some of these individuals that you might follow that you know are probably not going to follow you back or maybe it's a hot prospect that you're going after for your business and you want to get their attention and you want to build a relationship with those individuals. What you can do is you can actually look, depending on the size of the account, there are several ways you can do this. You can look at the people that they are following and if they're not following very many people, maybe it's a celebrity that's only following 200 individuals, but they have millions and millions of followers. Mm -hmm. You can scroll down to the bottom of the list of the people that they're following, the people that they're following, not who their followers are, but who they're actually following. And look at those individuals that do not have verified accounts. Look at the individuals that do not have the blue check mark by their name. 
who are the individuals at the bottom of the list, not the top of the list. Because when we go and we follow people, then the order that we follow them in, the bottom of the list are the first people that we follow. So those are the people that we think of usually when we first open up our Twitter account. And those are a lot of times who we're most socially connected with, if you will. So going and looking at who those individuals are, following them, and trying to start conversations with them that will lead us back to those people. So looking at it perhaps maybe from a LinkedIn perspective, if you will, this would be like a second connection to that individual or third connection. And you keep working your way backwards until eventually somebody will speak with you and tweet you. And then you have them start leading you back forward towards the individual that you are trying to st strategically stalk with excellence in a good way. So again, strategically stalking with excellence in a good way. That's, that's one strategy that you can use to do that. Another strategy that you might want to use to do that is if they are following several hundreds or, or, or thousands of people, is you can go to a website called TwitchUp like ketchup, it's twetchup. And what twetchup will allow you to do is you can type in a user's name in twetchup and you can see hashtags that they like to use, uh, what hashtags that they're using a lot of in their tweets. And also, uh, it will also show you a list of uh, people that they like to tweet a lot, who they're talking to on Twitter. And so by seeing analytics like this on TwitchUp, and that's spelled T-W-E-T-C-H-U-P dot com. Again, that's TwitchUp, T-W-E-T-C-H-U-P dot com. You can get some great insight into these individuals and who they are and how they're managing their Twitter accounts. And it will assist you in forming relationships with those people. Are these tools are free to use? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the great thing, Bernard. And I talk about TwitchUp in my book as, as well as several other tools. I did not spend much money, if any money at all, in building my following. And most of these tools are free to use. In fact, the only money that I spent in growing my following was on buying a website domain and also web hosting for my website. But other than that, I did it on a very shoestring budget. So all of the tools that I've mentioned here today are uh, free. Wow, amazing. Can we pick three more strategies? This is interesting. <laughs> three more strategies. Let's see here. Well, so there is another tool that I love to use because I have so many followers, Bernard, and finding out who these followers actually are. So you're growing your account and it's just going gangbusters and your people are flocking to you and flocking to you in droves because you're reaching out to individuals and you're starting conversations and you're becoming quite the conversationalist and the hit on Twitter. So how do you find out who is following you and how you can better connect with them on other social media platforms? There is a website that is a third-party tool to Twitter called socialrank.com, socialrank.com, S-O-C-I-A-L-R-A-N-K 
com. And so what socialrank.com does is it allows you to take a look at the people that are following you and you can sort those people. And what I mean by sort them, you can take a look at your most valuable followers. So who the followers are that are following you that uh, are the most influential, the most engaged followers, who are the individuals on a ranking list of one to 100 or how many ever it ranks, social rank ranks, ranks them in order of that are the most engaged that will respond to you when you send them a tweet. And then also your best follower, who is a combination of both the most valuable follower and the most engaged follower. So the person that has the highest social media influence, but is also going to respond to you. And so these are great individuals that you can target in social rank, list them in order by their Twitter handle, and you can also sort them by location as well. You can filter them out. So if you're interested in perhaps maybe who these individuals are in New York City. You can have it just show you your most valuable followers that have New York City or another city listed in their Twitter profile as their city that they are actually in. And then also, in addition to that, it will tell you where you can connect with those individuals so you can connect with them on their other platforms. You see links on their profile that will take you to their LinkedIn page, their Facebook page, and all their other social media platforms, their website, Pinterest, even their clout page. So socialrank.com is a wonderful tool to find out who your followers are and get to know who is following. Mm, so with that, you can also uh, unfollow and uh, others as well to using that too. Absolutely. Is there, is there any way that somebody can have a minimum or less followers on, on Twitter but have more influence? So have less followers on Twitter but more influence? Sure. I, I, I'm sure that's that's absolutely possible. Uh, you know, it's just a wonderful tool, though, from an SEO perspective. Again, SEO, search engine optimization, is at the very core of why we do what we do on social media. So getting your name when we're talking about SEO and search engine optimization to the top of the search engines that are, are trusted, Google, Bing, Yahoo. And so Twitter is a great tool or way that you can get your name to go up. I mean, there are several people that have the name John Sparks. My dad has the name John Sparks, and he worked in the Dallas television market for almost 40 years. There's also a senator, I believe, in Oklahoma and also a politician in Nevada that also have the name John Sparks. But when you go and Google John Sparks, you'll see that my name actually comes up first. And the reason why is because of my Twitter profile and growing my visibility. So it's a very quick way of getting your name to the top of Google. Let's look at the next uh, strategy or two, last year. So another tip for your audience that they may want to may want to consider doing is Twitter list, L-I-S-T-S, Twitter list. And so for these celebrities or news organizations or individuals where we're looking at their account and we're saying to ourselves, self, 
I don't know if this person's going to follow me back or not. Instead of following them and being one of the millions of people that are one of their followers, then add them to a list on Twitter instead. And so that kind of helps you keep your account right side up instead of upside down. You're not following more people than you have followers. Go in and put them on a list. And what I choose to do with my list is I make my list private instead of public. There are several reasons for that. Mm -hmm. So when I add someone to a public list, they receive a notification letting them know that they have been added to a list. Well, if they are perhaps maybe a prospect, someone that I'm hoping to do business with down the line, then I may not want that person to know that they've been added to a list called hot prospects. And I, mm. I don't want that to show up in their notifications. <laughs> so if I lock the list, then it will not show up in their notifications that I've added them to the list. But if I add them to a public list, then it will show up in their notifications and it will let them know what list they have been added to. So lists are extremely powerful. And again, keeping your account right side up instead of upside down, and then also being able to find people that you're interested in and looking at their tweets. And I don't put more than five people to any list, five or six people to each list. Hmm. Why that? Is, is there any particular reason for that? Yes, sure. So I can find individuals in different categories and I can monitor people's tweets. I don't add more than five or six people because that way I don't have too many people in one particular list and I'm sorting through a bunch of tweets of individuals in that same group. The more people that I have in a list, I might as well be looking at my home feed on Twitter. I never look at my home feed on Twitter, Bernard. And here's another tip mm -hmm. that I, I would share with your audience. I have, I'm following currently right now 150,000 followers, but I never look at what those individuals are talking about on Twitter in my home feed. Where I go to look at individuals that I'm interested in are my groups or my list, if you will. And that way I can proactively go in there and I can find those individuals and see what they're, they're tweeting about. And so again, I don't add more than five or six people to each list. So that way I can kind of keep people straight and I'm not having to scroll through a whole bunch of tweets to find tweets sent out by one particular person. I assume you have about 20 lists of five sets. This means that when you go on Twitter, you just go through those lists to know what you really want to tweet or look at, but not going to the entire tweet, Twitter feed. That is correct. This is going to save you from a lot of noise on Twitter. As much as you have a lot of followers or following, uh, you know strategically what to do on Twitter while it's the, there. Yes, so... Again, you know, going out there and following. Now, Twitter has follow limits that they've imposed. So you can only follow a certain number of individuals per day. So someone that is brand new on Twitter, I would tell them that you probably want to start off following maybe 150, no more than 200 people a day. But someone with the size of an I Am John Sparks account that has hundreds and thousands of followers... I follow around 1,400 to 1,500 new people every single day. 
And again, going out there and starting conversations with those individuals and trying to get them to follow you back and then giving them time, seven days to follow you back. And if they don't, then flush them. And if they end up unfollowing you, then you flush those individuals as well. And then you also want to make sure that you reciprocate those people that are actually following you. That's also important. So doing unto others as you would do unto them. If they come out and they follow you, that you're looking at who's following you as well and you follow them back. Can we pick our last two tools or strategies and then we, we let listeners know that for more deeper things because for just what you mentioned is, is, is look at a handful of things or activities to do over a period of time. Sure. So one more strategy is take the word I, mm-hmm. I, the letter I, out of your tweets. Don't make it about you. Make it about everybody else. Look, Zig Ziglar Famous motivational speaker, one of his famous quotes is, you can have anything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. Mm -hmm. And again, this whole idea that people reach out to people who reach out. Uh, Rick Warren in the book Purpose Driven Life says, it's not about you. That's his very first sentence in the book. And so when you take the word I out of it and you make your tweets about helping other people, then people are going to flock to you and they're going to flock to you in droves. These are timeless principles that works across all platforms. That it's not about you, you. It's, it's it's about them. What you can do to help them or, or reach out to them. Help them, reach out to them, get to know them, and build relationships. And then again, take those relationships that you formed on Twitter to maybe one of the other platforms like Facebook or LinkedIn, which has a higher conversion rate, or taking it from online to offline, which even has a higher converse, uh, conversion rate. So doing these one-to-one meetings with individuals, Skypes or phone calls with people, which has the best conversion rate because people can see your nonverbal, people can see you while you're talking to them. Good. At that point, how, how do you translate your online audience to um, in an offline physical audience to build that relation with them uh, using geographical differences and all that. What do you, how do you build that kind of following offline, even for events and other activities as a brand, as an individual? Great question. Great question, Bernard. So a lot of that is connecting with individuals face-to-face, speaking engagements, going out and talking at different events about my book and what I'm doing, branding, also social media, and connecting with individuals and at these speaking events, making them feel welcome, special, and appreciated, taking their questions and answering their questions and and really focusing on them and not making the time about me and what I want to go out there and speak about. This is what John's agenda is, but make it about their agenda and what they want to know about what it is that you're an influencer or expert on. So connecting with them on at speaking engagements and uh, is 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 very powerful, very powerful. Now, Twitter has introduced uh, Twitter ads. How effective would that be, or has that been so far? Twitter ads as compared. Twitter ads. So, okay. So Twitter ads. I really do not use Twitter ads, Bernard. Again, I really don't spend any money 
and don't really believe in paying to play on social media. I really believe in doing everything organically. So I really don't have much experience using ads. Everything that I have done and built as far as my personal brand and my business brand has been done without spending any money at all. And advertisement, you're talking some serious money for some, some individuals and folks. And I don't really believe that you have to pay to play on social media. You will all through this without any, let me use any, any really payment in any form. But with all these tools and techniques and strategies, one can still build a successful brand and following on Twitter and even make a lot of wild things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think every every game has a strategic rules or script codes that one can really utilize. With what you shared with us from the 365 ideas, I think with that in depth of the 365, one really can stand out from the noise on Twitter and become a, a real successful brand. Yes, yes. And so the book is available on Amazon, and the book is also available on Kindle as well, and they can. Type in 365 ideas on either Amazon and Kindle, and the book will come right up to the top. And, uh, again, it's got uh, 365 ideas to assist them in growing their visibility and building relationships because, again, relationships are key in social media and building your personal brand or your business brand. So in your last word from your book, what would that billion dollar tip will be if you had so many but let's say pick one out of 365 ideas what would that be john let's see well i really believe in again making social media about the other person and not just you holding twitter chats is extremely powerful so Putting content out there that will engage other people and will bring them in. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about your industry that you're holding a chat about. You could just send out a tweet asking a question like, what do you prefer more, chocolate chip or chocolate mint ice cream? And by asking questions and throwing questions out there, and then when people respond to them, retweeting those folks then you're helping to increase their visibility in your community. And then they're in turn going to want to assist you and be the voice for you and what you're trying to do online. So going out there and holding these Twitter chats or asking questions, and it could be as simple as what is the weather where you are today? What is the temperature where you are today? And then as people respond, then you retweet them they're answering your question and you retweet them or you favorite their tweets and you engage with them and you reply to them. And by doing that, then they feel welcome, special and appreciated. And then they're going to want to turn around and assist you in growing your brand, your personal brand or your business brand. And then one other final tip I would say, Bernard, because I know you are the branding expert. You are the guy to go to for branding. Personal brands and business brands, I would say, have two different Twitter accounts, one for your personal brand and one for your business brand. 
And the reason why I would distinguish the two and separate the two is because, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. People are, might be more inclined to follow you as a personal brand versus that, that you have a picture, a profile picture of yourself, a headshot of yourself on your personal Twitter page versus a business page where you're using a logo of your company. And so people come to follow you as a person and get to know you and then use a tool like Manage Flitter to bring people over from your personal account to your business page. Absolutely great, great tip there. Really true. In this age, we're using uh, individual brand influencers rather than even company brands too. So uh, to, it's, it's, it's real important to build your personal brand strongly that even John Sparks, now I think I'm... I'm looking forward to see some companies start pushing you to be brand ambassador in causing their way because you command authority and influence on Twitter. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, so, I mean, from branding, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, we are a reflection of, as individuals, as people, of a bigger company. And so, again, forming relationships with individuals as people because people want to talk to other people and then from that relationship getting them interested in our company brand or our business mm -hmm. that is it. so like you say right a personal brand is more than just a creative name cute logo or complimentary card it's a promise of value it fits right into what bernard teaches So if you just seen, you know, study from Mail, I'm speaking with John Sparks, he's a, a social media strategist and expert and authority on Twitter with his latest book, 365 Ideas to Go From Good to Great on Twitter. It's a best-selling book on social media on Amazon.com and I want you to delve to Amazon now and get a copy or consult with John Sparks. John Sparks, um, it's a pleasure hosting you for the second time again and always well loads of information and resources to utilize to spread our brands and our businesses thank you bernard for having me it's been a pleasure speaking to you and your audience for a second time as well okay lastly john where will you drive audience to go right now so they can follow me at i am john sparks that's i a m john sparks on twitter they can also uh, go to my website at IamJohnSparks.com. And again, the name of the book is 365 Ideas to Go from Good to Great on Twitter. They can find me on any social media platform at I am, the letters I-A-M, John Sparks. Maybe it's Facebook.com forward slash I am John Sparks. Also, LinkedIn.com forward slash I N forward slash I am John Sparks. Wherever they're looking for me, I am John Sparks is the place you'll find me. Thanks, thanks a lot, John Sparks, and it's, uh, it's, it's great insightful for this episode. I believe audience will find this real resourceful. Thanks, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Bernard. All right, so at this time, I want to recommend my latest book, Reputation Management, 99 Ways to Build and Boost Your Brand Visibility. So check it on Amazon.com today. Visit Amazon.com slash author slash Bennett Kelvin. The book is Reputation Management, 99 Ways to Build and Boost Your Brand Visibility. The best is yours.